Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. If the government can pass a law to say that Rwanda is safe, why can't it pass a law to say that Brexit is a success? I'm Harriet Langley Swindon, and this is Nonsensored. Hello and welcome to Nonsensored, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show into one easy-to-digest highlights package. I'm joined as ever by my producer, Martin. And what a show we have for you this week, eh, Martin? Oh, yes, indeed. We've got an interview with the recently resigned Conservative Deputy Chairman, Lee Anderson. We've got an interview with the head of a local council who's slashed their arts budget. And, of course, we've heard from Ishan Akbar about capital cities. But the first thing to say is thank you to our new Patreons. Uh, That's Chris Hagen, Michael Gill, Ben Rimmer and Anne Herbert, all of whom signed up to support us directly and make it possible to pay our guests at patreon.com forward slash nonsensored. Is paying guests good journalistic practice, Martin? I mean, I can see that comedy podcasts would pay their guests, I suppose. You'd think, wouldn't you? But but no, comedians guest on podcasts for exposure. Yeah, even hugely profitable podcasts, which could pay their guests if they wanted to, which is weird because uh, how it works is that people listen to them, like them, and look at the show notes and click on the link to uh, the other works by the guests. Yeah. Oh, well, that's probably as good as money. But if you did want to support us and our guests, we are at patreon.com forward slash nonsensored, where you'll see full videos of interviews, exclusive bonus podcasts, and the opportunity to ask questions for our Time for Questions episodes. But on to this week's show, and as usual, there was so much we couldn't fit in. For example... Once again, we ran out of time for a debate on the situation in the Middle East, which was especially disappointing, as I do have some delightfully provocative views on the issue. Indeed you do. Such a shame we couldn't fit it in. Um, We also spoke to the world's strictest headmistress about her court case, but legally speaking, that was a mistake. Uh, We'll catch up with her when the case is over. But we'll start with Lee Anderson, who resigned as deputy chairman of the Conservative Party this week so that, as he explained to us, he could vote for the government's Rwanda bill. Let's take a listen. Lee Anderson, thank you for coming on the show. Hello, Harriet. Thank you for having me. Let's start. This has been quite a week for you, Lee. You've resigned. I have, yeah, yeah. I have because uh, basically I, I didn't think the uh, Rwanda plan, I didn't think it held up. I didn't. I needed it to be, mm. unlike the boats, I needed it to be watertight. And yeah. I don't think it was. It needed beefing up, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, and how do you think they could do that, the government? Well, just make it better. More more words in, in the bill, I think, would be helpful. Yes, And yes. making it so no foreign courts or anyone without any sort of foreign anything could get involved with changing anything and stopping us doing what we want, which is to send people to Rwanda. See you later, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a very difficult issue, isn't it? I mean, I'm reminded, Lee, of, of what Robert Jenrick said, which was that the law is our servant and not our master. And this is kind of what you're saying, isn't it? Let's not let those pesky law get in the way of the bill. And, and at the moment, they can still do that. Yeah, it's, it's a very sad state of affairs, which is why I was uh, rebelling and I was going to stop and vote, vote against this uh, this bill. Not because wow. I don't support it, Rishi has me full support, but uh, because it wasn't going far enough. You abstained, didn't you? Well, I did in the end because I went in and I'm a man of principle. I'm, I can't right. be shaken on, on, on my beliefs unless, of course, anybody laughs at me at all. So I, I went nice. into the vote no lobby and, and all the Labour people were there. They were going, ha, 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 oh. all giggling and oh. sniggling and chuckling away. And it just, I don't know. Well, I'm well, sure produce, producer Martin <laughs> has this. I don't know if you have it, Harriet, the experience well, of being laughed at. No, no they, one laughs at me. It's very unnice, actually. Yes, they do. I mean, I don't think I've necessarily ever been um, sniggled at, but I, I can imagine it would be quite a, a painful you know, humiliation to, to suffer, especially in Parliament. It can't have been nice for you, Lee. No, it wasn't. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that, because uh, I think, it, you know, I will I will stand up for anything unless it is laughed at. And obviously the bill is going into the House of Lords now, and I just hope that nobody laughs at them when they're yeah. trying to work out, yeah. because it, it's hard not to, because you've seen the wigs, haven't you? Mm. Do you think, Lee, that Labour might start using this as a tactic now that they know it works with you? They might just start openly laughing. I, I think they might. I think their entire manifesto is is basically laughing at the British yeah. people. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if PMQs now is just Keir Starmer laughing. What do you think it is about you that people find inherently funny? I think it's a London bias. I think I'm the only right. one in Parliament with an accent, and mm. I think because I stand up for normal people, I think uh, I think all the all these stuck-up Parliament people think normal people are very, very funny. I mean, they yeah. all of them watch Mrs Brown's Boys, you know. And the thing is, I mean, I'll be perfectly... I, I like you, Lee, you're a good man, but I, I there is something about your sort of normalness and accent that makes me want to laugh, really. You know, even oh, now. No, you are you are right. That is quite funny. And uh, I think it's important to have a bit of sense of humour. There's lots of people like me in, in Parliament and we all represent the normal people and... Uh, oh. Nobody ever laughs at us at all, actually. So no, you are you are right there because laughter is often the best medicine. Yeah, no, um, I think you are right, actually, Lee, uh, Harriet. I've changed my mind. I was just going to ask about this. Uh, you know, this statement that went out about the um, law being a servant. Is this something that you agree with? Because you know, to, to a lot of people, the law is seen as more of a protector, a kind of guardian of sorts to stop the no, people in power from... Seat. Producer Martin, the law, it's not a protector, it's like a little dog that you say, no, sit down. Yeah, the dog follows your orders, yeah. Mm. Oh, and Because and Lee... we've got to be in charge of the dog because we don't want to get bitten right. by the dog. Let us send those people to Rwanda, bad dog. But um, just to counter that, Lee, could I say... <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. How do you feel about that? Do you, does that change oh, well. your opinion on... Jesus, Martin, that was quite a bold move you just did there. In in many ways, I, I think that, you know, whilst the dog is... Sometimes it's important to let dogs do things. Dogs mm. have yes. been into space. And so, yes. do you know what? Maybe actually like dogs, uh... Maybe the law is a dog 
and we should be feeding the, the dog a bit better. And maybe the dog is actually the this, master and we are the This servant. is fantastic. And now if I could just follow up that uh, that question about how do you feel about stopping the small boats? Oh, we, we should absolutely, we need to stop them at all costs. We need to stop them, <laughs> the people in them, it's a scourge on the country. And actually, how small are these boats? And do we actually yeah. need to stop them? Because maybe... Maybe we need to change our course. Maybe we oh, need to God, it, it works. pop across. Maybe we need to actually start looking after these people. Yes, um, and getting them out of the boats. This is no, this the, is don't, superb. don't, don't, producer Martin, you've got to stop that. That's something I've You'll always stop. stood by. I've always stood by helping the normal people, and those You're... people in those small boats, they're normal people. Lee, I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna have to stop you there because I'm afraid producer Martin has been uh, doing some sort of mind control what? on you by no. laughing. No, I haven't. Not, you, I'd, I'd never do that. No. your opinion. I, Lee, I'm a man Lee. of principle. I would never change my opinion just like that. I'd do never it, leave one party for Martin. another party. No, no. Listen, I'm a staunch Lee, conservative. Um, laugh at him, producer Martin. My, my, See what happened? I'm a staunch my... conservative, and I would never change that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to join the Lib Dems. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I think that's the next step for me. I think that's where I'll go. Right. Um I'm going to have to reverse back because because otherwise he'll he'll join the Lib Dems. Ah, ah, ah. Do you know what? Ah. UKIP deserve a, a okay, comeback. That's all right. I think I think, I think maybe I'll restart it. That's nice. To be honest, this is why I actually left the Labour Party in the first place. I wore mm. red trousers once and everyone laughed at me. That were it. I was out. Oh, This is a real Achilles heel for you, Lee. It's difficult. I do, to be honest, it's the first time anyone's laughed at anything I've said ever. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'm, your, your GB News show is one of my favourite shows of all time. And what I like about that show is that people laugh with you. Well, Which is yeah, a different thing. that is a different thing, and I don't mm. tend to change me uh, change my opinions that um, rough and ready. There, uh, Harry, would you like to come on and, and I could feed you some mackerel on live um, on air? Ooh. That sounds disgusting. Yes, I'm in. It might do quite Great. well for the numbers. Actually, I think there's a lot of people that would uh, that would go down well with fishermen. What? You know, um, fish talk. I do have lots of fishermen fans, I think. I think that's true. We have actually had um, more requests on our uh, email box for videos of you eating things, Harriet. Actually, they've they've moved on right. from feet pics, which I think we can all agree is probably a positive step. I, I would just a little note about the podcast. Uh, if It would be nice if people got replies to those feet emails, just... I'm just saying. Uh, well, producer Martin's supposed to do that. Yeah, I just, I mean, I don't think I'm quite giving them what they want. The foot emoji doesn't quite no, cut as, it. As seems. someone who sent those emails, you're not, no. Right. Okay. Well, thank you for your honesty, Thank you, Lee. Lee. It's, um, thank you. I'm, I'm an honest person. I will never, I'm, I'm honest. You can always tell what I'm thinking and you know exactly where I stand. Oh, Lee. <laughs> I'm a liar and I never say what I mean. Yes, right, okay. Oh, dear. Well, Lee, listen, I think you need help, but I also think you're a man of principle. And let's just hope that we stop those boats and send everyone to Rwanda and it'll be worth all that money. Exactly. I I totally agree. We're going to do it. It's an exciting time. Or I totally disagree. I can't remember where we landed last. Depends who's laughing. (sighs) Depends who's laughing. But we will have the last laugh. I'll tell you that. Whoever I end up representing, we will be laughing at the other people. And then we'll see who's boss. Exactly. Not the law. Not the law. Because the law is a dog. 
Yes. And I will kick the law. Well, you oh, shouldn't don't, kick dogs, though, I don't think... Me. Well, thank you, no. Harriet. Just, like... They're annoying, but, but don't kick them. No, I will kick... I will kick dogs. I will. This is what I. This is what got me kicked out of the Green Party. I will kick dogs if I want to kick dogs. Fair enough. Okay, well, who can argue <sighs> well, with that? No, it's I mean, not fair. The Green just... Party are awfully silly, and I think if they kick you out for something, then what you did was probably good. Thank you, Harriet. No, Lee Anderson, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. To local politics now and the budgetary cuts that are taking place in local councils up and down the country. And it just goes to show how mismanaged these councils have been that even after 14 years of a sensible central government offering sensible levels of funding, they still can't seem to balance the books. Oh, are you uh, including the coalition in those 14 years? No, you're quite right, Martin. I shall correct myself. After nine years of a sensible central government offering sensible levels of funding, they still can't seem to balance the books. We spoke to the senior chief executive of West Suffolk Council, Jambon Curls, about the tough decisions he's been making. Let's take a listen. Jambon Curls, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, what a time we've had. Yes. Just my heart is breaking, so thank you for for having me on. It has been... Well, I hardly need to tell you. Yes. Well, please do tell us, because otherwise we we won't have much of an interview. Oh, I see. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. I just assumed. So, yes, unfortunately, we have... And I I do mean we. Mm. We've had to withdraw some of the... What they call arts funding for Suffolk. Uh, and I say we because I mean, uh, inevitably this was opened out to consultation. And when I say some of the funding, mm. you know, I, no one's stopping the arts is the point. But it is, to clarify for all our listeners, it's all the funding for the arts. You it's- see, now this is where there is a division because it actually, in the end, it isn't all of the funding for the arts. Oh, right. It's all of the funding that we were providing but there's nothing at all to stop these artists, whoever they may be. And listen, I'm as big a fan of the arts as... I've got tickets for Starlight Express relaunching again this year. If that gives you some context, and I hope it does, Starlight Express, you must confess, are you real, yes or no? Yes, it's real, it's coming back. There's a man who appreciates the arts. Thank you. But there is nothing at all to stop these artists in much the same way as they might if they were running, say, a sandwich shop and somebody Mm. came in and said, I don't want to have an egg sandwich today, making a ham or cheese sandwich off their own back. Right, so just to clarify, you're not stopping the actors, writers, uh, comedians from taking on another job. Is that is that what you're uh, thank you could... thank you for clarifying that no we're not stopping that and I would never never as a a patron of the arts as a mm. champion of the arts I have almost never stopped an actor 
during a production. Uh, there was actually, uh, mm. it was uh, it was a small, it was an Amdram thing happened in Aldborough and I was invited in my capacity as chief executive of the um, council to go and see this and that I did, that I did stop, that I did Can stop. Can you explain why you stopped them? Someone had to step up and I felt that it should be me because I don't think anybody there had expected yeah. a second half. You know, right. I mean, it's, it's perfectly reasonable to do that sort of, that sort yeah. of art, but yeah. briefly. So, uh, so I did stop that. But producer Martin, just to, to yes. your point, I am not stopping. No one's stopping. Least of all, Suffolk Council stopping artists from being artists. It, it oh. does seem that to cut one hundred percent of the arts funding, you know, aside excluding of, the, you of know, our the funding. Yes, of it's our not funding. all the funding, just well, their funding. Excluding yeah. the opportunities available, such as, you know, working at Subway or Martin, Argos. Can I say, do you know about Maltesers? I'm familiar oh, with them. I They're do. floaty light yes. and delicious. They're around, wonderful. So Maltesers are round malted chocolate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ubiquitous. Really Ubiquitous. Nice. And, yeah. and hello, here comes Easter. Selling all over the place. Now, I know they've got so much money. You know, I mean, I've, I had 30 or more Maltesers directly before this interview. So I yes. know that they're flush. What's to stop these artists going cap in hand, put a, make it a performance, to... go as oh, on the twist? such a good idea. Please, sir, could yes. I have some more? Yes. yes. Please, sir. But I, not all of them. I doubt Mr. Maltese is like Mr. Bumble, is he? I Probably. really like this, Jambon, because what you're saying is they just need to use their imagination and that's what performers have. They have imagination. Come with use me. Use their imagination and they'll be fine. And you'll be in a world of um, pure imagination. Yes. Yeah. Some would argue is that, that wild? the Arts Council, or indeed, you know, Suffolk, County Council, um, yes, have yes, an arts yes. budget to support the arts, and that is part of their duty of care towards the people within that area. That's right. And I'm so glad you've said that. It is part of our duty of care, which is why we've done it for so long. But rather like, I don't know if you have children. I don't know for yes. sure. Oh, no, if I, I do. don't. He does. Well, okay. So rather like your children, there comes a point where the kindest thing to do, the most supportive thing to do, is to let them fly. Oh, yes. Mm. Let them fly. Give them the freedom. And that is exactly why, as you say, a duty of care has been met by Mm. Suffolk County Council and we've helped these artists to develop whatever it is, whatever it is they do as artists, and it isn't just Starlight Express, to begin their art, and then now we reach the point, the kindest point of all, which is where you step back and you let them fly. Right. that's beautiful. And do you know what? I think, Jamon, for me, as long as the woman in white and the woman in black kept playing around the country, I think that's all the art we need, to be honest with you. I'm so glad you said that, because when I stopped that performance in Oldborough, the Andram, Mm performance it was neither the woman in white nor the woman in black and and nothing and nothing in between it wasn't even a portrait of dorian gray it was if i remember right what's the one good morning baltimore um oh 
uh, hairspray. Oh. That's hairspray. what they were going for. Right. Hairspray. Right. And I, I thought I won't. That I won't have. Well, that one's a bit woke, isn't it? It's a bit unnecessary. I mean, oh, no. I mean, surely. Just don't, don't go to musicals for the woke. To no. bring it. No, back. thank you. Go woke, go broke. Yes, yes, which is kind of what's happening to the arts. Um, <laughs> Chambon, <laughs> there are, of course, further implications for these cuts. I mean, similar cuts have been made up in yes. Nottingham, which it will affect the libraries yes. as well, of course. So well, not just now theaters. that is true, but do you, how well do you know Nottingham, Martin? I mean, I've been there once or twice. I had a nice Okay, coffee. so you know then about the trams, do you? The, um, I'm not sure exactly what it is about the trams. Okay, that... there's a network of yes. very affordable trams in Nottingham. Mm. Okay. Now, if you're going to Nottingham for entertainment, right? I strongly suggest, having seen some live theatre there, that instead of that, you go on the tram. Oh, that's a really if good idea. If it's colourful characters you're after, yeah. do it after 10pm. Yes. Oh, and wow. Trust, it's, that is a show in and of itself. And yes, and much cheaper tickets to go on the tram. Much cheaper. Well, yeah, that's a very good point about the trams. I'm sure some people would like to see that, but it Thank doesn't you. quite replace mm. the jobs of the librarians. I think that's maybe one of the concerns that people... Have. I listen. Uh, I'm as big a fan of libraries as anybody is, but libraries, of course, now are all on your Kindle, and that's yes. a that's a library of books that you can have at any time, and it's simpler. And the lovely thing, of course, with a Kindle is uh, unless unless my good lady wife, uh, lady lady girl, is at home, uh, no one shushes you. <laughs> That's very true. So that is very true. Well, that solves that problem. It does. It mm. does. And and that's you see, that's the business that I'm in, is problem solving, being willing to think outside the box. Although Brilliant. interestingly, not when I go to the theatre, then I do insist on a box. Right. Uh, just well, just talk about the implications of arts investment, you know, for every pound spent on the arts in the I'm UK, so, we tend to bring in so much more. I'm so glad you've said this. That is exactly right. The arts has always been about that return on investment, isn't it? It's the return on investment. And it's a very Whoa. good point that you raise. For every pound you put in, you see three or so come back. And we have, fortunately, we've reached a point where we've put some pounds in and now we get to do what any sensible business does. We step back, we take a breath and back come three pounds for every pound that, that we've oh, put in. Good. So that's yes. Well, it's, it's wonderful, isn't it? Because it, yes. it's exactly what the artists want. Also, there's too many of them now anyway. I think, you know, I think we close no the doors one, on them. No one wants to say that, but I mean, you know... They yes. are literally everywhere. I mean, especially like, you know, the woman in black, there's only two people in that. So you don't Maximum. need many. Yes. Maximum. And yeah. I, I don't see any reason why it couldn't be done by one. Yeah. And finally... That's so true. Let's have um, one-woman shows. Jambon, of course, with this sum, I think the, re the figure was somewhere in the region of £500,000 being cut from the arts budget. You have yourself actually received a bonus for your work this year. Is that, oh, is that the case? You're very kind oh, to bring well it up, done, actually. Um, yes, I've been very gratified to have been re remunerated to the extent that I have, which, is, as you say, is just a little bit 
short of £500,000, for, as you say, for the work that I've done. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, you sort of, you, you look around these days and you see awards yeah. and positions of, yes. uh, being given out rather pell-mell. And I've always felt as lovely as that sort of decoration would be, that cold hard cash is a good deal more welcome. And incidentally, and I think you'll be pleased to hear this, of that remuneration that I have been awarded for my work, I'm actually considering mounting an, a little artistic project myself. Oh. Oh, Gemma, oh, do tell. It's the world in which pottery and theatre meet. Wow. I can't say a great deal more than that, but I I watched... Have you seen The Great Pottery Throwdown? Yes, yes, yeah, love it. And, and have you seen that they've relaunched Gladiators? Oh, I did hear uh... about it. I'm yet to watch it. Very exciting. Oh, well, no, it's, it's uh, tremendous exciting. It's bringing those two worlds together. So it's taking wow. the word throwdown in a far more literal sense and bringing the world of pottery and live-action sports together into the world of theatre. You know, like all great artistic projects, I, I haven't bashed out all of the details. But you see, I mean, that's it, this is exactly the point, isn't it? Artists must be free yes. to, to do what they want to do. Well, Jambin, on that note, I think it's wonderful that you're bringing high art, I, that, because that's what that sounds like to me. Well done in all you do, and for thoroughly convincing us, I think, that... We can get rid it's of been, It's been a tough decision. Yeah. It's been a, described as a torrid decision, but I'm, I'm, I've always been unclear about what that really means. Yes. But it has been tough. But, you know, these tough decisions in tough times. And I, uh, I'm i glad that, that this finally, that this sort of great torrent yes. of cash uh, yes. is going to be redirected or has been redirected. To my to my family. Well, me too. I'm glad too. I don't know. Oh, you're this. too you're too <laughs> kind. You're too yeah. kind. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jamin. Come on the show again soon. Oh, I'd I'd, I'd love to. Come Just and see my some show. More arts. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Now, we here at Nonsensored take accuracy very seriously, which is why I was so pleased to see, during the Rwanda debate, Therese Coffey rebuke Rachel Reeves for calling the Rwandan government the Kinshasa government. Uh, it was Yvette Cooper and, and the Kigali government. Oh, you know what I mean, Martin. Stop being so nitpicky. Anyway, for his hot and spicy takeaway of the week on this very subject, we were joined by Ishan Akbar. Let's take a listen. Ishan, hello. Hello, Harriet. How are you this week? Very good. I'm very good. I'm happy. I have my coffee. I have my croissant. How are you? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. I also have a coffee, but no such croissant for me. Yeah, Brexit's really got to my bank account. <laughs> no, I, no, usually jokes are funny, but you shouldn't do ones that's not not true. Okay. 
Of course, yes. At least I can buy a pint of wine. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. That's the spirit. You can buy a pint of wine. The many benefits of Brexit. Yes. Now, Ijan, tell us, what is your hot and spicy takeaway of the week? Well, you may have seen that uh, uh, the House of Commons, which, of course, is a battleground for the country's most powerful intellectuals, saw our former Deputy Prime Minister, Therese Coffey, have what the papers have reported as a slightly embarrassing moment where she was seen to correct uh, Yvette Cooper for saying that it was the Kigali government and not the Rwandan government. And Therese Coffey was very <laughs> forthright in saying, well, it's embarrassing that the Shadow Home Secretary doesn't know that the country's called Rwanda. How dare she? And it's not called the Kigali government. And the papers have latched onto this, as they often do, when such a mistake mm. was made. As they should said. do, in uh, <clears throat> in my opinion, Ishan. I think uh, about about time they gave old coffee a uh, wake wake up and smell the coffee. <laughs> what about what about that, Harriet? Wake up and smell the coffee because she didn't. I don't think she wants you... to be sniffed. I feel like that would be quite offensive, actually, going around. No, that's people. that's fair enough. Probably don't sniff her. Um, certainly You've got not to be if she doesn't. When you make jokes, want to be. I know they're dangerous things. Yeah. Um, but I just—I've got to say, when I I saw this happening, I I I chuckled to myself, and it really just did demonstrate, in my opinion, how out of touch these people are. I mean, really, come on! Every day, Rwanda, Rwanda, and you you don't even know the bloody capital. <laughs> yeah, some people. Uh, it's very. Uh, well, you know, it's it's if you didn't laugh, you'd cry. Wouldn't you? That's, uh, that's the state of things. Right. There. Okay. So, what producer Martin has done here mm. is highlight, I think, what the core of the issue is and what my hot and spicy takeaway is is Therese Coffee is right. Kigali is the most famous part of Rwanda. Producer Martin, would you mind naming me, say, two other places in Rwanda that you know? Um. It- for I mean, for what? Why? Why? Why are we name? Why are we naming place places for? Why? Why are you naming some other cities in Rwanda? Yeah. Oh, right. Well, um, it's just there. I there's so many good ones. You know, it's uh-huh. it's hard to pick just one or or two. Yeah. Like uh-huh. you wouldn't want to. Okay. Ah, uh, blah, God, we're top five, top, top, t- top ten, top. Um, yeah, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know Yes, Emberara, of course. Yeah, Emberara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That's in Uganda. That's, no, but that's what Did I was going to say. I was going. I didn't want to correct you on that one, but um, the, the point is um, that I'm, I'm, I'm not pushing a, uh, you know, a, a Rwanda, um, a plan. On people, I'm I'm just mm-hmm. just here for the lols, in a way, and also to yeah. I think in other ways to hold people to account, you know, um, and to be the voice of reason. Yeah. But the, the, right. the point of is, course. I'm not the former deputy head, um, not head, sorry, rather the prime minister. Yeah, I mean, back to school. He's producer of this show, which I guess is deputy head in a way. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. But therein lies the problem, right? Here we go, saying to our, we want our politicians to know capital cities and we want them to know lists of places. Now, hold on a minute. 
in Rwanda, the only place that matters is Kigali. And this is true of many other places. You know, we should call the UK government the London government. We should call the French government the Paris government. We should call the American government the New York government. Means everyone knows what's going on. Yeah. We should call Australia the Sydney government. Name the country after the capitals. Well, I mean, two two of those countries weren't... That wasn't the capitals, was it? But Which ones weren't capitals? Uh, New York and Sydney. Yeah. I mean, not that... I mean, yes, I do know those... Cap- it, well, it's uh, Washington. What, 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 what are the capitals of those places? Uh, Washington, D.C. and Canberra, I believe. Okay, has anybody ever seen Canberra? Has anybody ever... I didn't... I've never even heard of this Canberra. Yeah. Is it sort of like... Um, and gardens? Is it... I think, is it, I think, is that it? I, um, I, I think it's um, just a very much a, a governmental... Washington oh, and I Friends, see. but it's and Canberra. Yeah, yes. it's the Yeah, possibly. It's, it's where all of the co goes on. I'm, and I think it's quite negligent of the Americans that I've never well, heard of this. And also, Washington, isn't that in kind of the... Isn't that a state? Well, there in is the Washington... North, is it northwest? That's where it gets confusing. I mean, who, who, who cares... That it's it's a I, district. I, do you know what? I think um, it's on Rwanda to let us know what's the capital and things like that, because yeah. it, it's really on a need to know basis. And at the moment, it, we we know that it's a safe country because the government have said it is, yeah. and that's that's all we need to know, really, isn't it? Don't really need to know anything else. Precisely, and actually, most countries in the world only have one city that really matters. You know, in the United yes. Kingdom, it's obviously London. No one really cares mm, about. Yeah. No, Manchester or anywhere. the north. <laughs> so, who, who really cares about the north? <laughs> but also, in, you know, as the papers have said, and producer Martin has alluded to, you know, where mm. we seem to have this nostalgia for our political leaders to know lists, lists of things that yeah. become like, defunct the moment you hold a mobile phone in your hand. You know, we don't need to learn these things by rote anymore. That's true. You know, Therese just she didn't have a time to Google. That's yes. all it was. Yeah. You know, and we've all been there. So are we saying that um, maybe you should Google first and and then shoot jibes later? That's the kind of... Uh, ask questions first. Shoot, shoot. Don't shoot anyone. I just don't... Um, just ask questions. I don't think she should be persecuted for something no one cares about. Yes, I, I agree with that. Because also the alternative is this. You get someone who has an encyclopedic knowledge of the world, someone like Boris Johnson, for example. Now, I'm sure he, he could, knows everything. Yeah, he could speak Greek. He could mm. uh, speak Latin. He could list things in so many different ways. He, he would can write books. He can write books. He can construct phrases, you know, inverted pyramid of piffle. Like, that's become yeah, quite mainstream now, hasn't it? Yeah, well, um, so, you know, we could ask to have leaders like that. And then you start thinking to yourself, well, hold on a minute. Does knowing things even make you a competent leader? Because arguably with Boris Johnson, he wasn't. no. Um, what do you mean, Ishan? He was—he was—he was. He was, he was he, I mean, he—he was—he got Brexit he was found done. He—he he got lying the vaccine quite a lot. He won the war in Ukraine. <laughs> yes, of course. Sorry. I, yes, I—I I, apologise. I stand corrected. Yes. He was one of the best leaders we've had since Churchill. Thank you. Yes, yeah. and he's a friend of the show. Who Churchill? No, but you know what? I like to think he would be. I don't think he'd be a friend of mine. Well, you know, can't 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 get everyone, can you? No, that's he'd, true. he'd, he'd fight you on the beaches, Ishan. <laughs> he'd fight. He'd fight you on the beach. What when no, I he, when he, I arrived to the country, he'd start fighting me, wouldn't he? Oh no, I didn't I, mean to make it. A, a I was just yep. Yeah. Sorry. 
That wouldn't be very nice. Which is why it's good not to know things, producer Martin. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. Yeah, precisely. You know, we've got to make a choice. Do you want your politicians to know things and be Boris Johnson? Or do you want your politicians not to know things and be Deputy Prime Minister Therese Coffey? That's the choice we've got to make. I think that's the binary choice in democracy. Ishan, I do ask you if perhaps there's a third um, choice here, which is that, um, that people could just, if you don't know things, just be honest about it. Maybe, maybe we'd all be a bit better off then rather than, you know, pretending to know things. Honesty is this one idea that no one is truly prepared to accept. Come on, no one really wants honesty. We say we do, be it in relationships, be it when you weigh in at the doctors, be it anything. We don't, you know, we don't want to be told the truth. Because no, the truth is quite woke, actually, producer Martin, honesty oh. now. Tears. Yeah. You've got to be really careful about it. It's the thing that oh. sort of long-haired, non-binary people do. Thank you. i got to speak my truth. Mm. Oh, i got to be out there and find the truth. Yeah. Everything yeah. about They're the all tr- American now as well. Yeah. I, I well, didn't realise you had accents but... at your command as well, Ishan. This is actually quite a fun Well, he's a, fun he's discovery. a comedian producer, Martin. He can do things like this. Yeah. Well, I know. I've heard the jokes. But now I, I've heard the accents mm. as well. Not multifaceted. I can do many accents, actually. You can name a region of the world where I do the accent. Well, I can't think of a better way to end the segment than some more accents from yes. Ishan Akbar. So, Ishan, Ishan, before we wrap up, get yeah. one more accent. Name a place. No, do one or we have to guess. Oh, yes, yeah. No, that will be fun. Yeah, that's good. Huh. Okay. Oh, my God, this is my troth. Um, is, it, is it Bangladesh? It's, no, it's International School in Malaysia, actually. So oh close. right, okay, so that's close. very specific. But they're the, they're they're yeah. they're pretty much the same country, aren't they? Yes. And that ends our segment. Ishan Akbar, thank you very much for your hot and spicy takeaway of the week. Oh my God, thank you so much. Well, that's it for this episode. We'll be back next week. So in the meantime, like, subscribe, tell your friends, follow the Out of Context Nonsensored Blue Sky account and keep those questions coming to nonsensoredpodcast at gmail.com. There'll be another exclusive bonus podcast up on our Patreon by about lunchtime, along with all the videos and bonus content we did last week. So go to patreon.com forward slash nonsensored and sign up to see that. With thanks to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, we'll see back on to Fiore, Marcus Brigstock and Ed Morrish. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon and we'll be back next week with more Nonsensors. Nonsensors.